Welcome to the LU Moment. Thanks for listening. I'm Shelley Batanza, the Director of Public Affairs at Lamar University. Each week we showcase the great events, activities, programs, projects, and people at Lamar University. You know, typically this time of year, LU is gearing up to offer summer camps. I mean, 50 or so different summer camps. However, due to the pandemic, the university has canceled all summer camps with the exception of one. Lamar University's Department of Theater and Dance will hold its annual summer dance intensive via Facebook and Instagram this year. The intensive will be renamed Lamar University Social Dancing Intensive. It's going to be held July 13th through the 17th. It's completely free, live streamed via Facebook and Instagram at Lamar U Theater Dance from 1 to 2 p.m. and 2 to 3 p.m. Classes offered include intensives in uh, ballet and history of musical theater, body conditioning, unconventional partnering, using a prop, modern and guided improvisation for choreography and jazz and contemporary. So um, it's going to be a great camp. Everybody can do it for free. And you can go on the Department of Theater and Dance's uh, website at lamar.edu forward slash dance to register and get more information. So, uh, you know, I guess um, we'll find out. You can just do all kinds of things. Uh, we are finding out we can do all kinds of uh, things online from dance to webinars to higher education. And as most of you know, LU, like the rest of the country, transitioned to online learning or alternative instructional methods in March. Uh, but the university has been operating many classes online for years. I guess when you, you know, you live in an area frequently hit by hurricanes, you learn to adapt. Uh, going online with curriculum made sense when recovering from Rita, Harvey, Imelda, you know, et cetera. So online learning was not new to LU come the pandemic. And because of LU's commitment to online learning, LU has been working in partnership with Apple, the technology giant, for the last year. Uh, I invited uh, today uh, George Saltzman uh, to talk about uh, the partnership that we have with Apple. Now, George is the director of Lamar University's Center for Educational Innovation and Digital Learning. Welcome, George. Thank you very much, Shelley. Uh, you know, it's what's so interesting about where we are today versus where we were a year ago, because you and I have talked about this initiative with Apple previously, but a year ago, the intent of the partnership was to instruct teachers that they could incorporate coding into the classroom. Now, that's been achieved, but now we're going forward, and additionally, these teachers involved in our program and the partnership with Apple have become true leaders. They're invaluable assets during this pandemic because they're so uh, savvy with technology. And so they've become real problem solvers. So it's interesting how we, you know, we started um, this initiative with Apple with one thing in mind. And then because of the pandemic, these teachers uh, really became what we needed in this exact moment in history. So our discussions today, George, really are twofold. I want to talk about the initiative that we launched a year ago and the program and what's been going on with Apple and then the outcome of that program. And then I want to move to discussions to talk about um, these technology-minded teachers and how quickly they are becoming the new norm and the new standard of education. So um, let, let's talk first about the program. What has LU been doing with Apple during this last year? Well, a year ago, we, we partnered with Apple, as you mentioned, to be able to help teachers learn code and learn how to teach code in the classroom. So we have a, a huge number of jobs in the technology area. The last numbers that we saw showed 
500,000 open positions in technology and coding. Uh, many wow. schools want to offer more coding opportunities for their students. But one of, the, one of the mitigating factors to being able to do that is having teachers who know code themselves and are able to teach that. So Apple reached out to Lamar University, asked us if we would partner with them in helping reach teachers across the state of Texas to, to introduce them to coding and then bring them into an environment in which they would work together to create lessons and, and, and courses around um, coding. And uh, that's what we began working with. We, we had um, a big teacher coding academy that happened last summer, and then they transitioned into a year-long program where they were working with Lamar University online to be able to improve their coding skills and be able to improve their teaching skills in delivering code in the classroom. And, and Shelly, that was at all levels, all the way from elementary school up to high school. So we had... Uh, we had teachers all the way down into kindergarten thinking about how to begin coding concepts and thinking about bringing coding principles into the classroom. So these teachers, I mean, we went out and um, I guess with Apple and it kind of recruited these teachers um, from all over Texas or, or were they kind of concentrated and how did that happen? We primarily chose two communities. We worked out of the Houston community and out of the Austin community. Those are two areas that Apple uh, chose to focus. And we focused on the, the lower socioeconomic and underrepresented communities. So the schools that we worked with had to be 75% free or reduced lunch. Uh, those were the areas that Apple wanted to, to focus on, primarily because those are students that wouldn't normally be going into coding types of jobs. Those are people who haven't been a part of the technology community, and that was a way to open up the pathway for those students who might not otherwise be able to participate. Got it. Okay, so these teachers, they came, they did the summer intensive, and then um, some of them decided to, to stay and do a little bit more. Let's talk about moving into, I guess, what we call the professional learning program. Well, yes. Uh, of those teachers, um, all of the teachers in the Austin and Houston community made the transition into that year-long program. Uh, that program was offered online. We set that up with three separate cohorts, one for elementary, one for middle, and one for high school. Uh, and uh, those, those teachers went through that program alternating weeks. Um, one week they would work with Lamar University professors thinking about instructional activities, uh, looking at educational psychology or learning theory that, that would be best represented in helping their students learn code. And then the other weeks they were working with mentor teachers, um, teachers uh, who are in the classroom right now but that are also teaching code, learning the skills of the trade, learning what types of things they could do in the lessons, um, what types of instructional activities would be, would be best um, with their level of students, and so that that was the, that was the pace, that was the cadence that we had. Every Tuesday at eight p.m., we had an online session, and and just kept going throughout the year. Thirty thirty two weeks, and um, and Apple paid the tuition reimbursement. So these teachers went through Lamar's online program, and Apple paid the tu paid the tuition. Correct. That's right. Four courses worth. So those teachers uh, engaged in four master's level courses uh, throughout the throughout the years. We didn't teach them as courses per se. The pacing was a little different because we were waiting for them to to do the integration into their actual classes. Uh, but yeah, it was four courses worth of content over over a year. Yeah, that's fantastic. So the, a lot of these teachers, I'm sure they could put those credit hours towards a master's, or maybe if they already had a master's, they could put it toward their um, doctorate degree. Um, and, I mean, that's going to be nothing but uh, 
um, advancement for them in their respective institutions, correct? That is right. Uh, they had Each of the teachers had three options for how they could apply those hours. They could apply those hours towards Lamar University's master's in digital learning and leading, or they could apply that to a master's of science in computer science, especially those in high school who might be looking at teaching dual credit or AP courses, advanced placement courses. Those would be, uh, those teachers often chose the, the move towards the master's in computer science. And if they already had a master's degree, we have a, a doctorate in education leadership with a new concentration in digital technology innovation. And that was, uh, that was a new concentration that was recently approved, and, and that was perfect for the teachers that, that were moving into the doctoral program. Okay, it's it's so awesome um, for those teachers, and I I feel like they they've got to think they fell into a vat of honey because um, I want to talk about where they're going next. But let's talk about what interrupted all of that, um, and that was the pandemic. So during this time, um, when every you know educational institution in the country had to move to online learning, I can only imagine these teachers were like incredibly valuable. They were. They really turned out to be the rock stars. They had yeah. been working in an online program for the, for most of the year. Yeah. They had, uh, they had the skills and experience as both an online student and how to use the technology that they had available to them. So when the pandemic hit, these were the leaders that stepped up. These teachers stepped up and said, hey, I know how to do this. I can help. I have the tools. I have the experience. I have the know-how. Um, they began leading entire teams of teachers at each of their respective uh, institutions, at their respective schools, and helping them get online. Um, we we kept hearing over and over about the amazing things that were happening. Apple itself was holding town halls and other events to help teachers across the country learn how to quickly move their classes online. And these were the teachers that were stepping up and leading those discussions. They, were, they weren't just leaders in their schools. They were leaders in the country. And we couldn't have been more proud of, of the work that they had done and the leadership they took in helping these schools in, in a very uh, intense time of crisis. You know, you and I have talked about that, you know, I mean, the economy basically shut down, but the one thing that wasn't high-end high in demand was the technology, the the, um, um, the iPads and the, um, you know, the computers, the laptops and things like that. So it really was just um, a, an unbelievable time for education. Do you see it ever going back to the way it was before, George? Well, I think I, I definitely think we'll be back in the classroom at some point. I don't know. Uh, I don't know if that'll be the fall or not. I think that's a. Uh, I think that's a big point of debate. But I think this is a turning point where we will always want to be ready to move online, whether that's because of a hurricane or because of uh, a pandemic or uh, in any other situation. There's always some sort of natural disaster or. Um, um, in, uh, um, something that impacts our schools. Um, but then the other side is I think this is something that we realized that we needed to be doing all along. I mean, it, it's not unusual now for employers to expect their employees to take training courses online. Uh, it's, uh, as you know, at Norway University, um, a number of, a large number of our students are, in, are pursuing their education fully online those skills right. and how to be an online student those skills and how to and how to study online and how to work in an in an online environment are something that i think that is a, a 
critical 21st century school, we might say. And in that respect, I think schools are going to continue to make sure that each student is prepared and every teacher is prepared to be able to integrate digital into their lessons, whether those are face-to-face or, or remote. Well, we're gonna we're gonna run out of time here, but I gotta I gotta ask you. I mean, if I'm a teacher right now, I think I'm I and I don't have uh, you know a lot of um, snap when it comes to to technology. I think I'm scrambling to try to get some. Right. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. It, uh, what we're seeing right now is schools all over the country are having to come up with you know what 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 technology tools are we going to use? What online? platform are you going to use for our learning and how are we going to get our teachers trained so that they are um, just as good in the online environment as they are in the face-to-face environment we 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 feel like sometimes we might got a little we might have got caught a little flat-footed this time uh, but by right. far we want to make sure that we're all ready to go uh, no matter what happens okay george as we start to wrap up tell us what does the future hold um, for this partnership with apple and and how are these teachers going to move forward and are we continuing to bring more teachers into the professional learning program well i uh i i can't be more amazed at how well the program worked the, the engagement level of the teachers the adaptability of the teachers the leadership of those teachers um, apple saw what I, I think they saw the same thing that we did um, they want to expand it so next year we'll be uh, adding another set of teachers into the program the amount of teachers that are expanding and we're expanding in a new community. So we'll be reaching out not only into Texas, but also into Louisiana, uh, working within uh, the Lamar University sphere of influence with, with teachers all over. And I hope that that, uh, I hope that, that continues on and, and continues to grow. Yeah, I, I think it will. And just um, seeing what um, some of the other um, what some of the other states are doing, requiring students to take online courses to graduate from high school. You know, um, there are five states doing that, and then we've got three states that recommend students take online courses. So it's it's really it's happening all across the country where teachers at every level are going to have to be able to teach online, and students are going to have to be prepared at all times to go online in a moment's notice. So um, Lamar University is doing that, um, and... Um, we're, we're realizing that um, pandemic preparedness equals workforce readiness, and so we're, we're working on that at every level. Uh, George, tell us, how can people get in touch with you or get involved in the program if there's a teacher out there real quickly as we wind up? Well, we would love to work with any teacher or any school. Uh, that's, that's why we exist. Um, the best way to get a hold of us is by finding us on the Lamar University website. So if you go to the Lamar University website and you – Look for educational innovation. Uh, you should be able to find our our URL, and that that URL is lamar.edu/educationalinnovation. And then end of there, you will see a number of programs that we're running: digital robotics, uh, the program that we mentioned here with Apple. We're working on a program with Hip Hop Public Health, teaching students healthy living in a time of pandemic, and a number of other initiatives. All that's there, um, and where you can contact me by email, which is. G, as in George, and Saltzman, S-A-L-T-S-M-A-N, at Lamar.edu. Thank you. Thank you, George. Really appreciate all the great information, and we appreciate you listening to the LU Moment. I'm Shelley Batanza, Director of Public Affairs at Lamar University, the pride of Southeast Texas.